0: what's with the neighbors it's uh, okay just don't uh, do it again
1: uh. hello this is our podcast what is yes. with the, what's with the neighbors
0: and amy is british this episode hello <laughs> hello pop
1: and i'm also very white
0: <laughs> so <laughs> she's casper the star of the show Oh, I'm Bree, and that is Amy. Hello. And uh, um. we're a True Crime Paranormal Podcast, and this is episode 10, 10, 10, 10, which is why I'm wearing the 10, 10, tin foil. Yo. <laughs> I was supposed to be wearing a tinfoil, but I, but I failed forgot. to remind her. I, I was supposed to yes. remind her, so it, I'm just just blame I am it a on child me. Child,
1: and I have to be reminded of everything. That's okay. Hey, Gosh. we match. Hey, we're wearing the same colors. We match. Mine is a friend's I like
0: that. a friend's reference. Yeah, and also because I figured this episode's going to come out the week technically of Thanksgiving because it'll be Sunday, and weeks technically start on Sundays right?
1: Yes, weeks do start on with Sundays. Yes, yeah. you're correct. Which is
0: a good job. Really dumb, I think. But, yeah. oh well. But it's anyway. episode
1: 10, and we yes. have presents. Yes, we I do. I have a present for you. Even though
0: we're far apart, we sent each other presents. Do you want to open yours? Sure. Okay. Okay, because I have two. Yeah. I, I mean, I brought, my, I brought my other one that I... <laughs>
1: Alright, so the first one is uh, this is shipped uh, to Amy Pineapple, Westmoreland. (laughs) That's you.
0: Amy's middle name is Pineapple. How did you know? I... What is your middle name? Nicole. That's right. It's the same as my sister's. Sorry.
1: I don't know if I should say it or not. Um... And I actually just, I was teasing my mom this weekend because we were talking about middle names or for some reason I was like, yeah, you, you picked my name out out of a baby book, like instead of it, like everyone else's has like a sentimental, right? right like reason to it. And I was like, and mine was picked out of a baby book.
0: <laughs> she was like, Shut up wait does it not have t- it what does the text say i can't remember what i put on it it says
1: my safe word is pineapple <laughs> it's a picture of <laughs> <laughs> a place... <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing ever <laughs> i cannot wait to put these on <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh. I'm wearing this to the hospital tomorrow.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was my like, gosh! What I do love I it. get her? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> okay, well, show everyone the one that I told you to go get before I wrapped it.
0: So, um, Amy, I always doodle on my iPad, which is how we got our logo. With my Apple pencil and, um, you know what? This thing is so flipping comfortable. This is it? my yes, my pencil is so hard and always like makes my finger ache, but this thing is so comfortable. But look, guys, it's a pineapple cover for my pencil and I will pineapple. never lose the cap, which I do all the time. Oh, does the cap go on that thing? Yeah. Look, it just, oh it gosh. just like, loop, like that. Just like That's that. That's so cool. So yeah. Amy got me an awesome little silicone cover. Two of them, actually, for my Apple Pencil. Thank you. And I love it so much. Um, I have a video of it. If you want me to post it on Patreon, I can do that.
1: Yeah, you should. I, I posted because... my
0: reaction so you guys can see my true – um. What is it? what is it? what do people call them? Whatever. My is true reaction. I was trying to think of another word for real, but –
1: yeah, she. Like a very uh, way. I had her authentic. Mm
0: hmm.
1: My true authentic, authentic, authentic
0: reaction. reaction.
1: Yeah. She, because uh, it was at, at the house, like it was at my house and it was already like, I opened it from Amazon or whatever. And so I was like, oh, uh, you got to go get it. I was
0: so excited. I love it. I was so excited when I found it. Yay. Yay. I'm so glad you liked Thanks, it. buddy.
1: You're welcome. Okay. I have one more, and you have one more.
0: Go ahead, and you open yours. We'll take turns. Okay.
1: Okay. Alice started opening this one, and I was like, stop it! Wow. Why are you laughing? Oh, my God. Because it's I'm really so stupid. I'm so nervous right now. I'm so, <laughs> I'm actually very nervous right now because I saw something. <laughs> what is
0: I didn't know how much longer you're going to be living in a camper. (laughs) And when I used to live in a camper, that's what I had up front. (laughs) See, you fit the description.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to put this up front! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is amazing! When we come back we can definitely put we're putting these in the podcaster.
0: Oh my yes. gosh. Um for those who can't see, they are um pink yard flamingo ornaments.
1: But they're like perfectly sized. They're like the perfect size. I didn't even realize
0: they were small. I'm actually really happy because I was like, man, that's gonna be she's definitely not gonna be able to take those back. So I was fully intending on your mom keeping them. But they're she, little. She would
1: put her in the backyard. Yes, they're perfect size. I can take these Yay. home. And put them on our little shelf in the podcast room. Yes. There's two of them. There's you and me. There's
0: Bree and Amy. Bree and Amy. Yours can be taller. Okay. Oh, that would make sense. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is kind of heavy. I brought a knife yes. with me because... Uh, okay. Good. Yeah, that's this one is not as
1: funny, so I'm sorry, as your other ones. As the ones that you got me, I felt bad because mine weren't serious. I love
0: them. This is amazing. Like, I hear my aggressive noises as I'm opening this up. I want to put
1: these on, I'd have to move everything.
0: I was like, I was like, what picture do I put on them? And I was like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) definitely that one. I'm really bad at opening up packages. It's okay. Even though I brought a knife in the world. Did you send me home slice? I don't remember. Just
1: kidding. I do. Is it a box? I got you a box! Wow! Is
0: this what I think it is? I don't- I don't know. Host a ghost. Haunted Mansion. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but I'm excited about it, because I think I know what it means. Maybe. Possibly. Death certificate of verication Blake this certifies that you have officially and voluntarily voluntarily assumed the role of caretaker for a resident and happy hunt from the haunted mansion. There's a chain there or necklace It's in, oh, dude like look at this box. <gasps> oh,
1: that's so pretty. I know. Look, that is so cool. I can't get it out. It's like in a coffin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Hatbox Ghost. Thank you. I love it. Happy ten episodes. Happy ten episodes, buddy. This is literally the best thing ever. Oh, other than my kids. I have kids. I love them.
1: Yeah, and your husband and
0: whatever. That's <laughs> not cute. All that. Good.
1: all that cute stuff. <laughs> uh um. announcements. Announcements. Oh. announcements! 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 Make, Make your announcements, announcements short and sweet.
0: Short and sweet. Short, sweet, short and sweet. Short sweet. And Make your announcements short, short and because that's so Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our 10th episode. Um, I have that on here. I don't know why. Um. I wanted to. Oh, I've pretty much already mentioned everything. The only thing that I did want to talk about, which isn't really an announcement, also happy early Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Um, yes. Because, like I said, this comes out the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So, mm-hmm. happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for my podcasting buddy. Um, I'm thankful
1: for my podcast
0: buddy and my neighbor. Amy. And yes, yes,
1: and Laya. the neighbors.
0: And Leah. Yeah. Good neighbors. Yeah. Um Also I wanted to tell you a quick little just it's really short, I promise. So my okay. sister asked me to or told me I could tell this on a podcast, but um all this past week she's heard like like a baby laugh through her house. And my mom's heard what? noises in the house too. And like they get really freaked out. It's like a three-story older house, not older, older house, but it's a three-story house. So there's like a lot of noises in it. Um and my mom will like I'm pretty sure my mom's heard like footsteps and stuff like that. And the kids will be in their rooms and stuff. But all week my sister, like in the daytime, will hear a baby laugh. They don't have any what? babies. They have a, a four and a five year old. So yeah um couldn't figure out what was happening it was really freaking her out and so one day she heard it while she was cooking and she's like I'm gonna go figure out what is making this noise yeah so she's looking everywhere it's not coming from either of the kids rooms not coming from their radios in their rooms and it happens again and (laughs) you know those frames that we have we oh, have those yeah. digital picture frames, and we can send pictures to each other, each other through, like, email and apps. And yeah, my mom, and mom just
1: uplo- uploads it. Yeah,
0: my mom yeah. sent a short video of Natalie laughing, and it would just, like, play <laughs> on a loop. And so she was hearing Natalie laughing, and she's like, I immediately deleted it. <laughs> like, what? Because it... Cause it the
1: pictures just go in a loop so yeah. it
0: was uh- there's probably like 400 pictures in there but like every 400 pictures it would go to that video and you'd hear it every now and then <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm telling that on the podcast she's like have fun <laughs> go for it <laughs> go for it oh
1: my gosh oh could you imagine hearing that and you're just like what the, scare the hell out of me
0: yeah especially babies. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, do you have any babies. do you have any announcements
1: um it's something that's been on my mind for a while and I immediately when I was editing I meant to say something the next episode but I kept forgetting and so uh I n- now that you're asking me I, I I remember so it's not an announcement but it's an apology so during the uh, uh, listener episodes for our Halloween uh, release, I said "ew" when uh, it was during Stephanie's story when her she said she saw her grandma hold her her baby, and I said "ew," and it just it's been bothering me. But so I a lot appa- of people do that. Yeah, Thank- you're right. But it it's been bothering me because it wasn't. It's not. It wasn't gross.
0: It's not gross. It's no. Freaked you out. It freaked me
1: out, and I. But I am so sorry, Stephanie, if that offended you in any way. It probably didn't. It didn't. She's such a. She would have
0: said something to me.
1: Yeah, but it's been bothering me. <laughs> So Aww. um, she definitely <laughs> listens to us. So yeah, she does. And so, and every, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to apologize to her. And Aww. I was going to the next step when I was editing. And then on the next release, I was like, I'm gonna, and I kept forgetting. So anyways, I'm sorry, Stephanie. I know I, I probably didn't offend you, but it's been bugging me. So. Oh, uh, thank it. you for being
0: such a great supporter of the podcast. She is. She's the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. She rocks. So
1: that was it. That was my only announcement. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Do you have a, a neighbor story? Can you tell your neighbor story? First? Absolutely. Okay. So mine is titled "Maggie's Chicken Bears." Oh, <laughs> what? chicken bears um this is a for sale listing on nextdoor okay. um this is in louisiana okay. and it says $25 maggie is selling chicken teddy bears chickens have plenty of extra parts i can make two bears $25 if you supply your own chicken and 35 if you supp- if i supply the chicken edible and can be cooked great family activity can also make clothes i figured it was fitting for thanksgiving that's disgusting (laughs) it's like a build a a build-a-bear chicken (laughs) edible (laughs) build-a-bear edibles and what is those what are those fruit arrangements edible fruit arrangements edible edible arrangements teddy bear edible chicken teddy bear arrangements (laughs) that's disgusting i would get one i want one now no what uh, <laughs> too bad it's in louisiana oh uh,
1: well that is that um, is my neighbor or...
0: that is my neighbor's story are you gonna go that's first perfect. on your uh criminal criminal true crime story or am i gonna go first uh it doesn't matter to me
1: I will go first if that's okay. cool because
0: I brought Oreos and I want to eat them. They're okay.
1: free. Yes,
0: they are. The best way to be. All
1: Thanks. right, let me get to this story because we have a long We you have I do, a long We do, we
0: do, we do. I'm sorry. Right. Yep.
1: You're good. So um, I apologize in advance. Huh? Can you hear my chewing? No. Okay. So I apologize in advance if I pronounce. Now I can. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine don't worry about it uh i'm apologize in advance if i pronounce any of these names wrong i did look up how to pronounce them but you know uh so this is the story of chisako uh Chi uh dang it Chisa- chisako Keiki. Wow. um yeah Ch- that's a mouthful chi- Chi Chai Chisako Keiki. <laughs> Chrisako Keiki. I'm gonna say it a lot because I need to try I'm gonna be saying her name a lot. Chisako Keiki. Chi Sako. Uh, chi Sako. Chi Sako. Chi Sakko. Chi Sako Keiki. So she was sorry. <laughs> shisako
0: keiki i'm not laughing at the name i'm laughing at you i know
1: (laughs) she was born on november 28 1946 in southwest japan uh there is not a lot of information about her upbringing or anything like that but um she was a very very private person she worked in a printing factory and at 23 years old, she married her first husband in 1969. They had a normal life until 25 years into their marriage when he fell ill in 1994 and died. And uh, autops- autopsies are not a common thing in Japan unless uh, there's a reason for them, like a foul play or something <clears throat> like that. So right. it he didn't have an autopsy it kind of seems did. old
0: though 1946 huh? if she was born in 1946 and he died in 1994 yeah
1: he was I also mean. older
0: oh okay so um,
1: they were married for 25 years but um, so he was probably very old for his age but right. uh anyway so uh they never really found the cause of death for him unfortunately uh she led a quiet life until in 2007 when she met Toshaki tosheaki see a so a hero he was 78 years old and on december 18 2007 they were married uh And they went out to lunch with his children. And just like every day, he took his midday vitamins and medicines uh, with his midday meal. Roughly 15 minutes after lunch, on their way home, uh, Toshayaki collapsed on the street and by the time ambulance got there, he was gasping for air. Oh, dang! Uh, look, yep, luckily he did survive, but he was very close to dying, and because he suffered internal as- asphyxiation, he was also left with vision loss and brain damage. Oh, dang! Uh, he died a year and a half later due to unrelated causes in two thousand eleven. Uh Chisako met uh Masanori Honda. He was 71 years old but was in relatively good good health. Wait. He had diet
0: did these guys what? have money? I don't know. Honda. Uh
1: Mas- <laughs> Masanori Honda. That was his last name. Uh he was in relatively good health. He had diabetes, but seemed to manage it pretty well. He was a he was active in the sports club that he was a part of and loved to ride motorcycles.
0: Masanori
1: cool. was in love. Yeah. Right? When I was researching this, I was like, they kept cool guy. like using his last name instead of his first name. So it'd be like Honda store.
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like, <laughs> I kept getting confused. Wait, um, is, is he riding a Honda or is he riding a motorcycle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Masanori was, he was like head over heels for her Aww. and they were planning on getting ma- married later that year. On March 9th, 2012, the couple <clears> met <throat> up at a store to go shopping after they went to And then afterwards, they went their separate ways. While Masanori was riding his motorcycle, he lost consciousness and crashed. He was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Uh, Unfortunately, he was pronounced
0: dead. Oh, set to Honda.
1: So, unfortunately, two months before his death, Chiyosako had already started dating men through Dating website, so she was having an affair while she was married to him.
0: Hmm, uh,
1: yeah. So one of them was uh, Minoru Hayoki, he was uh, a lung cancer survivor and spent the last few years pretty lonely. Uh, but he was like, 2013 was his year, he's like, This is my year, he was in remission, he had a new girlfriend, and he He was, like, smitten over Chisoki. He wrote a letter saying he wanted to stay together forever to her. Uh, So, he was like, gosh dang it, this this is my woman. Uh, They spent a lot of time together. Uh, They were always going out to eat and staying at each other's houses. But on September 20th of 2013, the loving couple went to dinner and... Minoru Ro, Minoru Minero, took a vitamin supplement just like her second husband did with yeah. his meal they finished their meal and uh, they were getting ready to leave when he collapsed on the ground he was gasping for air and Chizoki was like it's this déjà vu because uh, her first husband did that yeah <laughs> <laughs> The ambulance arrived and Chiyosoki lied to the EMTs and said he didn't have any family and he was suf- uh, and he suffered from terminal lung cancer, knowing full well that he had children in the area and he was in remission. What? I know. So unfor- <laughs> unfortunately, he did die within two hours of. After she refused the option for resuscitation, <gasps> they're like, "Should we like do? Would you like us to resuscitate him?" And she's like, "Nah."
0: What? <laughs> come on, she's on husband number four, three so far. Please,
1: <laughs> come so on, guys. She's- <laughs> Chiosoki was suddenly in love again just two months after refusing her last love of her life to be res- resuscitated. Uh, in November 2013, she met and married uh, Aiso Kakahia. Kuk- uh, Kaka. Kaki. Aiso. Anyways, so. I wrote it out how to I'm pronounce not it. I laughing
0: out. at the names I'm like at your <laughs> no. struggle cuz I would be struggling
1: the same. <laughs> I like I wrote it out how I would read it And I'm still <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh so they got married in November of 2013. Not even a month into their marriage, she started having an affair with another man. Her new husband though was excited oh, she jumped for their gun. New- you better watch out for yourself, buddy. <laughs> He's got a plan. Her new husband was excited for their new life with his new bride. He even sent her an email at one point and he was like, "I wanted to I want us to do our best and enjoy a second life and live long." So he was like, "This is it. This is, you know, we're in our 70s. We 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 we're going to have a great life. Um about 6 weeks after their mer- their wedding, the married couple were having a dinner at home when Iso suddenly went into cardiac arrest. She called the ambulance, but he was ultimately declared dead an hour after getting to the hospital. And finally, that death raised eyebrows. They're like, "Oh, hmm. maybe there's there's
0: something going on here Uh, something going on here She keeps on getting married and (laughs) leaving a trail of husbands behind her
1: (laughs) so like I said earlier the autopsies were not common in Japan um, but Aiso's death warranted an autopsy so during it they discovered lethal amounts of cyanide in his heart blood and (sighs) stomach Jeez. And erosion to his stomach, which I don't know like like to the lining, like there it was like eating away at his stomach. I don't know. <laughs> I know. So authorities found health supplements and empty pill capsules in his apartment, which led them to believe that Chiyasako was grinding up cyanide to a powder and replacing his health pills with the powder. In August, they found a buried in a potted plant Chiyosako had thrown away. Uh, they found a bag with traces of cyanide. So she was like hiding it underneath a potted plant. That's
0: and actually she pretty threw, smart.
1: Yes. But then she threw the potted plant away. Oh. And then stupid. She should have like
0: thrown it, it away in a rookie, dumpster or something. Rookie mistake. Mm-hmm. Chisako. she's not a rookie though because no, she, no. you're <laughs> she's wanting so, to get caught
1: yeah so it was determined that chiyasako had gotten the poison from her job at the printing press uh she was then arrested two months later for her death of iso uh not the other ones because they didn't. They do not know about those ones yet. That's when they're like, "Wait, how many times have you been married?" And all of them have died. So they interrogated her for several months, trying to get her to confess to the deaths of her previous partners. And she finally confessed to three murders total and one attempted murder. Because the first, her first husband. Oh, okay. He didn't die right away, right? Uh, and then he it that die- eventually died from unrelated causes so uh she said that she slipped minasori honda a pillow cyanide at the store before he crashed his motorcycle Jeez. and then she did i know that's that's
0: brutal dude That stuff worked
1: quick yeah, and then she said that she did the same thing for her first husband, second, and third husband while they're taking their their <laughs> pills with their meals. Jeez. Yeah. The Black only widow.
0: That,
1: right? Yep, yeah, that's what she is. <clears throat> uh, the only thing that these men had in common were their savings and assets, like you said uh asked i knew that honda Uh, (laughs) her first husband had borrowed she had borrowed 48 million yen which is about four hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars in american money thank you for converting that (laughs) you're welcome she owed him that money so she killed him to avoid repayment and a letter was found that she (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so a letter she found that she wrote to his children in february of 2008 two months after his death uh said that she repaid the money with inheritance from another man and that came as a shock to his kids because he didn't even they didn't even know about him lending her money. So she, oh, I they weren't saying anything. Right. But, uh, and they out. didn't know that he died. What? So, yeah. Did um, oh, yeah. They're, oh, gosh. <laughs> I know, she's awful. So in total, she gained about $4.5 American dollars and roughly $7.3 million in assets over the 20 year span of her killing these men.
0: Dang. Mm hmm.
1: She claimed she killed her last husband because he gave a, he gave other women tons of millions of yen and didn't give her a penny. And during her hearing, smart she
0: said, "Even <laughs> why is that smart? Oh, smart for not giving her any money." Oh, he, well, then he died. So I don't know. True, true, true.
1: <laughs> during her hearing, she said. Even if I was executed tomorrow, I will die smiling. After she made her confession, she ended up retracting it and claimed that she had no memory of it. Her lawyers claimed that she had dementia and the judge was like, no, (laughs) she knew what she was doing. (laughs) Sorry. And it's okay. So Chi Sako was sentenced to death in 2017 after one of the Japan's longest trials. And that is a Dang. super short story. How, and how, how long Chisako. was the trial? It was over a year long.
0: Dang. Is that? Yeah. Long? I don't know. I don't know if that's long. That's very long. Okay.
1: Oh, what? Why did I say a year long? Sorry, a month. Oh, okay. I don't know why I said it was a month long. Uh, a so, year
0: is really long. <laughs> a year is very long <laughs> trial.
1: So, uh, w- it was four weeks. So that it was super short. But when I was like, I want to do a Black Widow story, but I didn't want to do one. And like, I feel like I've only done United States stories, so I wanted I get to that. do one out of the state
0: switch it up a little bit
1: yeah and i was like <gasps> but it was super short And i was like it was good it was good yeah. though it ended up working because you know she, that was like the modern day black widow because normally the black like that wasn't that's a newer story she was sentenced yeah. in 2017
0: yeah so when she was older
1: when she was still doing it which is wild in her 70s like and she was dating men in in their 70s.
0: You know what? And the- they were props to her for still dating when she's Absolutely. older. I mean, my grandma does too. So, you know, that's cool. But.
1: but why are you worried? Like, if I was in the se- in my 70s, I would not be worried about paying
0: back debt I know, to somebody. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. But yeah, same. Like, who cares? Yeah. You're not going to be around in like 20, 30 years, 40 years. Yeah. I don't know. Who I'm going to live cares? to like 200. So. I don't know that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. they say like further time goes everybody's gonna live older and older and older and older you know back in the day people could only live to like 40 or 50 that's actually not what
1: my grandpa just said at the early Thanksgiving that we had so oh really (laughs) he said that people lived into their 200s and stuff he oh. was telling my dad that I'd have to confirm. And he said that like cockroaches were like the size of cats. Oh,
0: no, don't say that. This is that's worse than the story I'm about to tell you. Ew. It was a very weird Ooh. conversation
1: that I overheard.
0: And oh, I was I like roaches. Oh, my gosh. I hate this. This is before the Great that. Flood and stuff. Oh, <laughs> I don't know it, when dinosaurs
1: roamed the earth. It was just one of those weird conversations I was overhearing, and
0: I was like, I can't keep listening to this. And you you can't keep listening to it, but you have to You're just like, <laughs> what did he just say? No, he's like, he's 92, and he was Aww. like telling my dad, and my
1: dad's just like, I
0: love it. I love. <laughs> I loved hearing the things that my great grandma would say all the time. It was I know. one of the things they would say. is hilarious.
1: It's so weird. Tell me
0: your (laughs) stupid story that I'm going to hate so much. Right. I'm going to tell you my stupid story about the uh, black eyed kids. For real. Ever since I have heard about them, I have been, I don't want to say obsessed, but like they're like fascinated. Yes. And terrified. Like they, I do legitimately believe in these things. And I am. Terrified of them. Um let me get comfortable. Yeah, get comfortable. You <laughs> both did a this black thing,
1: like a black theme. Black widow,
0: black-eyed kids. There we go. There it is. Happy ten. Happy ten. Um, so for those of you who do not know what black-eyed kids are, <clears throat> uh, they're not the black-eyed peas children. No. Um every time I search them, it's so annoying because they would I would just like hit enter too early and black-eyed peas would pop up. All the time. Um, So, black-eyed kids, um, short Beck B E K, are urban are an urban legend of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children between ages six and sixteen years old. Um, They have pale skin and jet black eyes. They are typically reported seen hitchhiking um, or on doorsteps of people's homes typically um, two children will come up to your door or your car window asking um, in like a monotone voice to come in using excuses like uh, to use your phone, to go to the bathroom, um, for a glass of water, something to eat, just some way to gain entry, to be taken somewhere if they're trying to get into your car, um, just some way to gain entry. Um, And all people who have come into contact with them have reported an immediate overwhelming feeling of dread and fear um, whenever they're in their presence.
1: Probably because children are
0: (laughs) talking to them with black eyes. Right. (laughs) Uh, In many cases, their eyes are covered at first with clothing, like a hoodie, or even their hair I'm assuming just to hide it so they don't give themselves away right away. Um, Some people have even seen them in clothing that appears from another time period. Um, And even more rarely, some have seen them with talons for feet or having demonic qualities. In all cases, they asked to come in and when denied they aggressively continue um to ask to come and can't come in unless granted permission um in rare cases where they've actually been let in the victims have reported after the fact that they've learned that they have some kind of serious um life-threatening illness like cancer or just something crazy Um, after they got let 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 in, yeah after they came (sighs) into like close contact with them I'm going to tell you about some sightings that I've read about online. Yeah. Um, so the earliest supposed sighting was actually in 1996 by a journalist in Abilene, Texas, um, named Brian Bethel. He was out driving late one evening when he stopped in a parking lot near a moving theater movie theater to write a check. And while looking down, he didn't notice two young boys approach his car. He looked up when he heard a tapping on his window. So, he rolled down his window and immediately felt a wave of fear. Um, the older boy said he and his brother wanted to catch a movie, but had forgotten their money at home and asked if he could um, give them a ride to their home and back to get the money. My thing is, like, why didn't you just offer to give them some money? Their kids, yeah. whatever. If, especially if you're, like, freaked out. she be like, here, take my money, bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they insisted they wouldn't take long and they randomly said they didn't have a gun or anything (laughs) Like red flag okay um i definitely think you have a gun now right exactly (laughs) like that's the one thing that makes me think that you're suspicious is that you just said you're not (laughs) suspicious um so bethel (laughs) found this alarming To give this information and noted that the last showing had already begun so by the time that they would have retrieved the money and came back it would have been too late to actually see the movie so he broke eye contact and his uh feeling of fear left and then their eyes went black um so obviously he refused to let them in no matter how much they insisted and eventually hightailed it out of there um so since this story came out um uh, many others have come forward with their similar situations um even some dating back from 1974 and 1950 but this is like the earliest reported one and they all just started like coming out after this one came out but like the internet was around at this time right so like that's probably why okay so i have another one um i have lots more so this one says uh last sunday i headed out to mow my lawn in the front of my house there is a large garden also i'd like to note that i didn't read all these foley so if I mess up a little bit, I apologize, but I didn't okay. want to read them fully because I wanted to be a little bit surprised. So I just kind okay. of browsed them and made sure I liked them. Yeah. All right. So last Sunday, I headed out to mow my lawn. In the front of my house, there was a large garden. Um, to my surprise, someone had been by and stepped all over my roses. I was very upset but was able to fix it. Mm -hmm. Um, The next day I saw two kids walking down my road. Keep in mind, my road has several houses. So we all know each other quite well. Um, It's a very nice community. These kids look to be around 13 and 14 years old. About at about 11 PM. I felt tired, switched off the light and went to sleep. Two hours later, I woke up because I heard some strange noises near my front door. The next thing made me jump out of my bed. It sounded like someone was trying to force their way into my house. I grabbed my phone in case I had to call the cops. Smart. Um, I ran to the kitchen to check who was at the front door. The only problem was that there was nobody there. And I what? still could hear the noise. I locked the doors up and down again and left the key inside just to make sure that nobody could get in. And I went no. back to my room. I always sleep with the curtains open because I like to watch the moon as I go to sleep. Tonight, there was no moon. Instead, outside my window, there were three children standing there, and they had totally black eyes and pale-looking faces. I felt an absolute overwhelming sense of terror. I think they were all about the same age, but since they were very old, don't ask me how I knew that. One child was repeating, let us in, let us in, let us in, and tapping on the window. I knew I couldn't do what he asked. I could sense danger as it had a smell attached to it. I don't know how else I could explain it. Anyway, the child was repeating, let us in, let us in, let us in, constantly. And I jumped into my bed, shaking and crying. My thing is, like, why would you jump in your bed? I would not be in that room if that were happening in that room. I would go, like... I don't I – The bathroom. Go, and why didn't you call the cops? I would still call the cops. Like, they're on your yeah. property. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I was shivering like crazy and crying every time I heard the knock and the request. It went on for the next few hours, and I don't know whether I finally fell asleep or that they just left. I don't even know if they got inside my house Oh my gosh! What I do know is that I woke up absolutely drained of energy. I can't stop my thoughts from going back to that night, and I was praying that this will never happen to me again. What the hell are these things? Uh, I definitely would have gone to the bathroom with my phone and called
1: nine one one. Yeah, like in the bathtub.
0: Sat in, yeah, exactly. I would sat in the bathtub. I would just slept in there. Yeah. No, 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 lady. This is the next one. Uh, So let me tell you about myself. I'm in my early 20s. I just moved to this apartment and I tend to live in a very private, very private life. I don't even have a Facebook account. I work during the day at a grocery store. Okay, so I'm walking up my flight of steps to get to my apartment and I hear these kids laughing and then I heard whispering. It was kind of late, so I thought this was weird, but I ignored it and walked into my apartment. I live on the third floor. I was getting ready to open my balcony door. It was muggy in my apartment. I walked over to the door to pull my blinds, and two kids are effing staring back at me. I screamed. Well, and she pulled away. her blinds. Yep. On the third floor. I screamed and backed away, smashing my leg into the table. They were both in blue jeans, and the oldest, he was taller, had on a green t-shirt with white stripes, and the younger had on a button-up light blue shirt. The oldest one touched the sliding door. Hey, miss, can you let us in? The younger one just kept looking around. I still just stared at them. I finally was able to say, How'd you get on my balcony? I walked to the door and noticed how excited the older one got when uh, I moved closer to the entrance. Can you let us in? I wasn't thinking. I unlocked. The, I wasn't thinking. I unlocked the door, and when I looked up, their eyes—you guys—their eyes were black. The entire eye. I quick locked the door and told them I had to call the police because my door was jammed and I couldn't unlock it. So I called the police. (laughs) I called the police. The oldest boy pleaded with me the entire time to let them in. The police arrived about an hour later. They came in and walked to the balcony. When they opened my balcony door, nothing was there. They looked down and saw two children. They were running in the parking lot away from the building. The police took a report, said they had to help. They had to have help. Getting up there, and that they would question the neighbors. I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I don't want to stay here, but then again, I don't feel safe going outside right now. So that's that one. They're, all, they're uh, on her balcony. No. Cool. <laughs> I
1: don't look she just me. look behind you.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so next story. Um, this one's shorter. I live in a big city in the south, and it's eleven fifty-two here as I type this. I had just got home from The Conjuring. Scary shit, I'm telling you. I was lurking on forward slash R, forward slash R, creepy. I don't know what that means. Um, That sounds like a Reddit thing. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what that is. And heard a knock on the door. I walked over confused because I live alone and I'm a recluse. As I approached the door, I felt pure terror. The feeling you get when you feel like death is imminent or you're facing your biggest fear. When I opened the door, I was shakingly, I was shaking madly. I was staring into the face of a 6'3 teenage girl. She was still four inches shorter than me. Damn, she's tall. Right? She's (laughs) 6'7". She was still four inches shorter than me, but I felt like I was about to faint. She asked if she could enter the premises because her mom had left town and she lost her keys she claimed she needed a couch to sleep on and was cold i blinked and screamed bloody murder slamming the door in her <laughs> face <laughs> i ran to my room and grabbed my revolve- revolver yeah 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 illegal i know and no I don't illegal care. I know. whatever <laughs> do what you gotta do girl yeah dude <laughs> and sat in the recliner and facing the door until i dozed off when i woke up i looked outside and she was gone but the word soon was scratched weekly into my door what week weekly like like and not like a deep like not not like carved into it but just like a light scratch oh like scra- week i thought that no soon <laughs> They're gonna come by weekly. <laughs> We're That's scheduled- what I thought like it was like schedule on schedule is that- <laughs> coming by. We're gonna schedule my visits with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be prepared next time. <laughs> so it was like like they
1: use like a a rock or something. Their or their fingernails.
0: Or their fingernails. Yeah. To- their talents. I don't know. But soon. Nope. Yep. No thank All you. Right. All right. So next one. This is not my There's story. More! There's so many. I I'm I'm probably about half I'm probably a little bit more than halfway done. Okay. If 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 you want me to stop, I can stop. No, you're fine. This is great. Um, so this is not my story, but a story from my friend's from a friend's great grandfather. I had gotten permission to tell this story on here. This story takes place during the late summer in the 1960s in Oscala, Os- Os- Iowa. See, there you go. Both don't know how to pronounce things, which go. was a very small farming community. Uh, my friend's great grandpa. Uh, owned a farm out there he had acres of corn wheat potatoes etc but corn was his main crop so he had a huge cornfield it was around 2 a.m and his grandfather couldn't sleep so he went outside to get some fresh air when outside he noticed something that looked like da, 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 a child walking through the cornfield have you ever seen
1: killed Ch- children
0: of the children corn? of the corn so he ran back inside and grabbed his double barrel shotgun, smart guy, and woke up mm-hmm. the farmhand farm back, uh, for backup. They combed through the cornfield and attempt to find whatever was running around out there. After a while, they still couldn't find anything, so he told the farmhand to go back inside the house while he stayed on the porch to watch his cornfield. Serious business right there.
1: Then, not,
0: no kidding. <laughs> then he looks at the gravel road between his yard and the fence line that led to the cornfield. And standing on the road was a little girl around six years old or so. She was wearing a white dress that made her look like she had just gotten out of church. He thought that his mind must have been playing tricks on him. So he laid down on the couch to rest, but also still stayed alert. Um, however, not even a minute after he laid down, he heard a knock on the screen door. No, he walked up to the door and slightly cracked the main door open. He sees the little girl and asked, may I help you? The little girl said, Mr. I'm lost and I don't know where my parents are. Like, what would you do if that happened to you? Like, I like, I don't know. I feel like I would just let them in. Because yeah, I think I course, would, too. Like, like oh, it's a kid. It's okay, Annie, come on in. Yeah, uh, but he's okay. smart. He's smart. So I did read this one. Um, so I don't know where my parents are. Can I come in the house and use your telephone? Uh, he felt uneasy and told her that he could get her a glass of water and call her parents for her if she gave him the number, which is pretty smart. Um, but he didn't feel comfortable letting yeah. her inside. He felt something off about the little girl. However, the little girl insisted to be the one to call and talk to them. And he said, young lady, it's 2 a.m. in the morning, and I don't feel comfortable letting a stranger into my house, little girl or not. The little girl started to get agitated and said, I'm not leaving until you let me in and use your phone.
1: I guess, like, if you don't, that feeling
0: yeah like, we
1: don't have like that, that, gut, feeling that, he that gut feeling
0: right yeah like something's yeah. not so, right about this
1: yeah so i get that but and especially her saying like i'm not leaving until
0: right like to meet me and i'll be like, like okay too bad go oh, honey home. you stand right there mm-hmm um startled he told the little girl that he was going to call the police to come pick her up so they can keep her safe and find her parents smart very smart he closed the door to go and call the police and heard somebody punch the door like a grown man he walked back and the and cracked the door open again but when he looked he realized it was the little girl that punched the door (sighs) but he when he looked at her this time she didn't have any eyes. Any eyes. Instead, she had pitch black orbs instead of eyes and said in a deep voice, let me in. So let he grabbed his shotgun and pointed it at the little girl and told her <laughs> no and <laughs> go away. After this, the little girl looks right into the barrel and then backed up at him smiled smugly at him and giggled and then she ran back into the cornfield and disappeared F that I was just gonna say no he's got some balls I'm sorry I'm just gonna say it oh my gosh good job man no he did a good job I feel like I would have
1: failed that one
0: alright so if all right so i feel like i should share this with someone uh and your website seems like the right place this one's very important okay all right so i made the mistake of letting the black-eyed kids inside and now <gasps> i'm worried i might die because of it.
1: no i always wondered what happened if you let them in
0: go find out Uh, I hope this will be a warning to everyone who is ever in this position to make the same mistake to who is ever in this position, ever in the position to make the same mistake that I did to not make the same mistake that I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I live just outside a rural town in Vermont. It's a tight knit community where everyone knows one another and people don't lock their doors at night. There has never been any need to. A little over a year ago i woke up because i heard a loud banging on my front door at the time my husband my husband and i lived in a small home on a dirt road just off the roll route into town it was the middle of a snowstorm and the nearby hills get very slippery in the snow so i thought that someone might have been in an accident and broken down it's happened before When I looked out the window, I could see that out motion, I could see that out motion spotlight was on. Um, Our motion spotlight was on. Yes. Oh, yep. You're right. See, I literally just got other people's stories. So (laughs) Um, there were footprints in the snow that had come from our road and into our driveway, but there was no car anywhere. The snow was still covering the road and no one had driven on it for at least a couple hours. Out front. Out front was obscured from the window, but I could see that someone was standing there. Uh, I wasn't sure what to think so I woke my husband up just to feel safer while I was yeah. telling him what was going on the banging on the door started again and my husband went to answer it while I stood in there in the hallway when he opened the door there were two children standing in the snow looking toward the ground they were a boy and a girl and could not they were a boy and a girl and could not have been more than 8 years old they were dressed strangely and had odd haircuts. The girl's hair was very long and straight and the boy had a dated haircut that looked almost like a bowl cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were dressed for winter and they weren't dressed for winter. And my first thought was that they must have been Mennonite children. But as far, I don't know what that means, but as far it's as uh, I know, religion, I believe. Oh, uh, Okay. As far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. Thinking back on it, I know that my normal reaction to seeing children in a snowstorm would have been to rush to them inside and bundle them up with some blankets and hot cocoa. But that's not how this felt. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's what I would think. That's why I'm terrified if they come up here. <laughs> like I'm going to want to let a kid in if it's 40 below out. Um, the children were unnerving. Um they would not make eye contact and when my husband asked them if everything was okay they asked if they could come in my husband looked at me what do i do um and i asked the kids where their parents were they'll be here soon is all they said it was around two o'clock in the morning at this point the only reasonable thought where they're at right Um, sorry go ahead you're fine it was around two o'clock in the morning At this point, the only reasonable thought in my head was that there must have been an accident or these kids got lost. As much as my instincts told me not to bring them inside, I did it anyway. I went into the kitchen to make them some hot cocoa. What a nice lady. While my husband took them into the living room. While I was fixing the kettle, I could hear my husband talking to the kids. He was asking them if they were okay, where they came from, how far they walked, if their parents' car was broken down, things like that. But they always answered, our parents will be here soon. No, that's weird. They spoke in a sing-songy voice. Our parents will be here soon. I don't know. Our parents will be here soon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they weren't afraid uh to be in a stranger's home at all. I started to notice that our cats we had four, we're all hiding, except Pigeon who was in the kitchen with me with me. Normally our cats I, love that one's are, name is I pigeon. do too. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Normally our cats are very curious and friendly, and we have to be careful that they don't run out the door when we leave. This time none of them even tried to see who was here, which I thought was very strange. All of the hair on Pigeon's neck was standing up and his tail was puffed up like he looked uh while he looked in the living room when i bent down to pet him and see what was wrong he hissed and started growling and backed up until he had hid himself under the kitchen island oh my gosh right i've never seen him do that before when i walked back into the living room the kids were sitting on the couch as still as can be but my husband holding his heads in his hands i asked him what What was wrong? And he had said he just felt very dizzy all of a sudden, but that he was fine. I turned back to the children to give them their cocoa. But when they looked at me, I gasped. It took everything inside me not to drop the mugs and run away. When they looked at me, their eyes were completely black. They had no whites, just a giant, just giant black pupils. Oh my gosh. When they saw I was scared, they stood up and asked if they could use the bathroom. I tried to be as composed as I could be and showed them down the hall. They went into the bathroom together. I hurried back to my husband to ask him if he had seen their eyes. He had seen them too and said that it looked like his brother's badly bruised eyes after a car accident. Uh, We were in the middle of talking about whose children they could be when my husband's nose started to bleed. (gasps) Never had nosebleeds as long as I'd known him. I just knew inside myself that this had something to do with the kids in the bathroom, and I started crying while I ran to get my husband some tissues. That's when the power went out. I heard my husband yell my name from the living room, and as I started to walk back through the hallway, I stopped dead in my tracks. The two children were standing at the end of the hallway. Nope. Ever seen The Shining? Oh, my gosh. They weren't. They weren't moving, and I have never been so scared in my whole life. They just stood there in the dark. After what felt like forever, the boys said, Our parents are here, and they walked out the door, opened it, and walked out, leaving it wide open. My husband jumped up to close it and almost fell over. We looked out the window and saw two men standing by a black car idling at the end of our driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and were very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got in the car, and drove off. Our power came on about a half an hour later, but nothing was the same after that. Over the next few months, three of our cats went missing. We can only oh assume gosh. that they ran away somewhere, somewhere, and never came back. But the worst Those thing was coming home f- to find pigeon in a puddle of blood on the living room floor. Aww, pigeon. pigeon. He looked like he had been vomiting blood. The vet told us he had some kind of hemorrhage. After my husband's nosebleed became regular, um. A- It became a regular occurrence. We went to see the doctor. He didn't know what to make of it other than dry nasal passages, but my husband was diagnosed with an aggressive skin cancer. When the doctor asked us if we had used tanning beds, we both thought he was joking, but apparently this kind of melanoma is linked to overuse of indoor tanning. The doctors think he will recover, but don't understand how it got so bad so quickly. Uh, My my husband has never worked an outdoor job and spends relatively little time in the sun. Since we (sighs) let the black-eyed kids inside our home, I also suffered from regular dizzy spells and nosebleeds on a regular basis. I've had other issues, which I won't mention um, here, but trust me when I say that I am suddenly in the worst condition of my life and no one can do anything about it. I know that all of this is because I let the black-eyed children into my home. We've told everyone we could about the strange kids that showed up that night, but no one else saw them, and some laugh at how scared we were of the Mennonite kids, but we know what we saw. I wish my husband had never opened the door. Feel free to publish this as a warning to others about the black-eyed kids. My advice would be to lock your doors, call the police, wait for morning. Don't make the same mistake that I did. As I said, it's the most frightening report of Black Eyed Kids I've personally read and uh, someone else had posted this read. And the first one I'm aware of that covers what happens to those unfortunate souls who let them in. Um, Story leaves us with questions like who were the tall men that came to pick them up? Uh, Why were the cats so afraid of these children? And were they truly to blame for the nosebleeds and cancer? I think yes. Uh yeah. Okay. So um those are all there's there's hundreds of different accounts of people having stories about the black eye kids, like tons of them. You can find them all over online, Reddit, YouTube, Google, whatever wherever, everywhere. Um, so there's several theories out there as well. There are Okay. I'm going to say like three really big theories that I kept on coming across. um, And I'm just going to go over them real quick. Um, So while there are a lot of theories out there circulating about these kiddos Uh um, and where they came from, uh, many believe due to their pale skin, dark eyes, uh, their way of persuasion, and the fact that they can't enter a home without permission, um, that they could be vampires. So I – don't know how I feel about that one but you know it's well, it's one that's out that there need
1: blood though
0: true yes and sunlight yeah but I don't know um, others believe uh they could be demons trying to possess you um which I feel like could be possible uh, many stories involve three knocks which is common in denomic, denomic, denom, dem- demonic. And I said, if I'm putting it in there, demonic cases, mocking the Holy Trinity, like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Um, plus dark, um, dark eyes and demonic features like talents. The last big theory, which I kind of favor this one, is that they're aliens posing as children, um, getting intel on the human race. Um, some cases have, which I didn't say any of these ones, but some cases out there have reported like lost time and Mm -hmm. like unusual attire from another time. So like, they don't know how we dress. They don't know how we look. The bowl haircut and, um, the monotone voices. Um, but the biggest thing about this one is that. People who have come in, which she wasn't the only one who's had contact, who's actually let them in. There's right. other people that have let them in, um, but people who typically have let them in have all of a sudden like developed some co- sort of like life threatening illness, and like that could be linked to like radiation exposure, like alien abductions. People say yeah. that like they get like nosebleeds and weird medical issues afterwards. But yeah, that is the story on the black eyed children. Um, but regardless of everything that I just said, whatever they are, I f- fully believe in them. And I tell you this story not to just freak you out, but to warn everybody if two, if in? some creepy kids with some black eyes come to your door, don't let them in, don't Be them in. be smart like the farmer and call the cops or threaten to call the cops yeah, or say, I'll <laughs> get out your, your double barrel you. <laughs> get out yeah. your double barrel and be ready to- <laughs> if it doesn't feel right don't do yes, it yes like there was a reason Listen why they yes their gut was telling them there's something fishy about this this is not right like it's that whole fight or flight instinct that humans have like you know yeah. no this is not right but that was uh, the
1: so boy. halloween don't like
0: <laughs> <laughs> just give them they, the candy and that's a thing door. too right yeah like <laughs> uh, like how do you know uh, so freaky I, and then, I like they have like, contacts too there's like yeah, eye no, contacts oh, i can yeah. make like whenever i worked at mcdonald's we would have this guy and he gave me the creeps but he was an older man and he was like tattooed like head to toe which i'm not it's fine uh, but he had black eye contacts and it made him look like a demon and he always gave me the heebie-jeebies no 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 why it's fine nope. if you if you want to look cool on your black you eye though. contacts that's great but you know Some people are going to think you're the black eyed kids and they're going to get freaked out by you. So, you know, and then the farmer guy might be waiting for you with a double barrel shotgun. So (laughs) I'm just saying that guy was serious about his corn. He ain't playing around.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, let's wrap this up because we've been.
0: Yes. Do you have a neighbor story?
1: I have a neighbor story for you. Yep. So, um. This is called he threatened to kill my dad because our pet rabbit was being too loud. It's very short. <laughs> um it's by it's by Catch Me a Bird. Um on some yeah. I already love it. So, <laughs> when I was 7, our next-door neighbor came pounding on our front door to scream and threaten to kill my dad because our pet that we kept in our backyard was being too loud. The pet
0: was a rabbit. A rabbit. <laughs> that was it. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> wow, you're a jerk. Okay. What a rabbit's like
1: <laughs> chewing yeah, on like, his. Maybe like snoring
0: on something. Poor guy. Maybe he was. <laughs> oh, busy. a rabbit?
1: rabbit's like, like quiet as a rabbit.
0: That's maybe like the he term. saying, I What's up, know. Doc, too much. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> eh, what's up, Doc? Oh, oh, what's up, Doc? Uh, everybody, again, this was what's with the neighbors, your favorite uh paranormal and true crime podcast. Um, to listen, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Um. All the big listening platforms uh, on iTunes, if you could possibly give us a review, not just rate us, but please give us a review. We only have a few on there and we need some more, preferably positive. Um, we really appreciate them and they help us. Also follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok at WWTNpodcast. Um, our website is What's With the com. Uh, you can on there. You can view our weekly podcast videos by being a Patreon donor for at least five dollars. And there you can Please find, f- on our Patreon, you can find us Don't at patreon.com forward slash wwtnpodcast. Um, feel free to slide into uh, DMs with any questions, comments, or even story suggestions, or just to tell us about your day. And that's at mm-hmm. wwtnpodcast.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. W-W-T-N-podcast uh, have you
1: checked in on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors?
0: Amy oh what's with the neighbors I love you love you have a good night thank Bye. you for my
1: gift oh thank you for my gift